laughing all the way to the of the Spread Brothers Podcast, a tradition unlike any other, kicking off officially with the NFL season this week, it's yours truly, Jordan, a.k.a. JL, alongside my brother and co-host, as always, Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Locks, my best buddy, Marcus, big week ahead of us. The NFL has been waiting for us all this time. We're ready to get back to our golden track record of NFL picking. How are you feeling? It's like it's like riding a damn bicycle, you know? Today when I was sitting down, well, basically the last week, looking at games, making my picks, it just felt right, you know? I, I, I'm going to come out with a confession up front, and I don't know how to feel about this because the NFL, as we're recording this, is about to kick off in about an hour. And I got to be honest with you, I feel so calm. I don't feel like a lot of years I'm just like a kid on Christmas, but for some reason I have this weird zen, calm focus, but also super locked in, crazy locked in. Yeah, it it has to do a lot with, one, we've done this a lot, and we're comfortable with what we both like to look for in games. And I think our styles complement each other well. Like, yeah, like I said earlier, when we have our pre-production meeting, we may have a bad week here and there, but... I don't I don't see week one being a bad week. I When I sit here, I look at our picks... I'm as calm, I'm as Zen, Buddha, Buddhist, whatever. Well, I'm ready to go. We had to scrap a take before this take because Marks was just like, that was too calm. We sound too relaxed. But I think we should lean into it. You've been listening to a lot of Gregorian chants this week. That's what it is. (laughs) That is worth saying. I did cut us off about a minute into our first take saying we needed to turn it up a little bit because we were both just sitting here like, yeah, it's NFL. We have six locks. And I was like, you know what? No, we need to juice this up a little bit. I can't let my overconfidence shadow my just overwhelming excitement for this weekend because I was juiced up for college football. And we'll talk a little about that. But yeah, I'm going to watch football Saturday. I'm going to watch some college football Saturday. But, man, can I not wait for tonight? Yeah, for, for me, Sunday. this is just, it's almost torturous. Like, just the one game. Give us a double header at least, you know? little this and a little of that. We got to wait till Sunday for, I think, for me, for it really to kick in, I think I'll be in full, full final form Sunday. But it just feels... Right, like it's, you know, you jump back in the water and you get right back to kicking back and making money. Well, yeah, and it's like, you know, it's still 85 degrees in St. Louis. I'm making chili this weekend. I disagree with I that. I don't give a shit. Wholeheartedly. I'm having, sh- I'm having chili ready. I know. I know you disagree. But 
I'm that excited. I'm making chili. My chili's bomb. I want. I'm gonna make it Saturday night. Let it cook overnight. And just I think have it ready this for time Sunday. of year, if it's still in the 80s, get your last sessions in with your grill. Have a burger Sunday. I don't know. Make a fucking make a make a bunch of hot dogs and a brat. I don't know. Maybe you can put your cast iron on the grill. Get wacky. Get weird. Just do something while you can because there's just something easy about a Sunday when it's just sitting in the crock pot for you. I don't have to be jumping out to the grill. Nothing gets your insides rolling like a big bowl of habanero chili at 7.30 (laughs) a.m. Yeah, that'll get things on the locomotive. You can't... I don't think you can have habanero chili at 7.30 in the morning because then... I don't know. I don't know what happens after Try me. Try me. I could... I could go on a habanero chili diet for a month. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, I mean, you could. You definitely could. But that's like on NFL Sunday, I would like to have my first bowl of chili right at kickoff. Just like a reward. Like it's here. Like a, you know, like a birthday cake. You know, you blow out your candles, have a cake. But for me, football... Uh, chili is my birthday cake but I got way off track there sorry chili is my birthday cake that's for football got it yeah okay well uh, Marcus let's do a quick recap we're gonna get into the NFL picks we know that's what everyone wants we'll get to it we do have to recap last week we were three and three I almost went oh and three if it wasn't for UCLA Marcus you had a good week Sorry I couldn't get things over the hump for us in terms of making it a winning week. We are not in in this game to go 50-50. Let's get something straight there. We're not in this game to go 50-50. So, just just disclaimer, I'm not happy with my performance. Couple of duds out of the gate. Scam Hal. That's, that's his new name, Scam Hal. He had a bunch of stars last year. That's why he looked good. I don't know. I don't know what to think yet. Virginia Tech, maybe they were that good. I don't know. I think uh, <clears throat> Sam Howe looked terrible. I think he had a little bit of that Heisman watch nerves. But you want to know who else looked horrible? Like they hadn't done anything all offseason was Graham Mertz. How bad did he look? He had butterfingers, man. In the high-pressure situations, he just fumbled the ball. He looked Not slow. a good quality for a quarterback no. to have. He looked like a high school quarterback. Just slow, couldn't get to his drops. I mean, Wisconsin had every opportunity to cover that spread. I could have went, I should have went 3-0. and Because I was all over Iowa, Indiana. Indiana, sorry. And I was all over West Virginia and Maryland under, even though it started to the moon but water found its level but you know like like jl said you know 500 is not what we're going for it wasn't wasn't a win if you go three and three every week that ain't winning so we're gonna pick it up this week college football is just so hard i'm sorry but i don't like especially when you haven't seen a play yet that shit's like semi-impossible well the old, there's only one certainty in college football, and that's Alabama. That's it. There's so much just 
I don't know. I'm with you. I always have, in the past, have been such a huge college football fan. It's only really in the last year and a half I've transferred over. I've crossed over to the dark side and become purely just a massive NFL fan because it's better football. It's a better brand of football. It's definitely better football. I mean, it's, it's, it, it is frustrating watching college kids just really, really fuck things up. <laughs> like all over the place yeah it's uh you know especially with the crowds back i think you saw a little more of the nerve showing up and big moments just overwhelming people graham mertz so yeah like graham mertz and uh that happened a lot everywhere so i don't know i we got to sniff out who's capable of handling big situations because last year they just basically really didn't exist so it's just such a different year but we're not even we're not even touching college football this week Week one of NFL, all NFL. Yep, we're going to lay up six picks for you guys. And Marcus, I'm done messing around. We've gone over last week enough. I just want to forget about it, to be honest. Let's jump into some NFL picks. If you don't mind, I'm going to get things kicked off. Kick it off. Okie dokie. My first pick, I feel like I bet on this team quite a bit either with or with or with or against them last year probably half the weeks I think I had my finger on the pulse of this team but going back to them I'm taking the Carolina Panthers at home against the Jets I'm going to take their team total over which is 23 and a half points they're going to score over that here's why I like this pick Marcus are you with me I'm here. I've mentioned it earlier. This is like the Sam Darnold revenge tour. He gets his old team week one. The only thing the Panthers might have going for them this year is that pass offense. They also have Christian McCaffrey running back. I could see him maybe trying to establish the run early, but they won't have to. The New York Jets secondary on defense is just plain not good. And Sam Darnold... Even though his play was limited in this preseason, he looked very sharp. The receivers are good enough, I think, to get open on this Jets secondary. I think they're going to want to try to throw the ball, get in the air, and I don't think it's going to be different for the Jets either because they're not going to be able to run it. I see a lot of plays. I see a lot of passing. I think 44 as a total line on this game is a joke. Like This could turn into like a way higher total than what they have it at. And that team total for Carolina is blatantly low at 23 and a half. I think Sam Darnold throws three touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey might run for one or two. This game is going over 23 and a half points. Carolina Panthers team total. Lock it in. Yeah, I love that because one of my main takeaways from the preseason was kind of the new found Sam Darnold. He looked... You know, as a professional, like a like a whole new quarterback. He looked confident. He was making throws that he was not making in New York. So, yeah, Carolina, they can put up points. Year to year, they proved to put up points. So, I love that pick. I will go to my very first pick. And I hit on this one multiple weeks ago, you know, two or three weeks ago. And if you guys are listeners... I predicted this line, and that is the L.A. Rams team total against the Chicago Bears 
at 27 points. That's what I predicted it at. The line's at 26 and a half. You're welcome. I was all over it. Well, guess what, folks? <laughs> I'm taking the over. Rams, team total, over 26 and a half. And for all you Chicago homers who were texting and tweeting, saying there's no way that the Rams could score in the 30s against this Bears defense, just wait. Just wait and see. The Rams are going to light up the scoreboard. That is my first pick. The Matt Stafford coming out party. He's left Detroit. He's in L.A. It's a match made in heaven. He's going to have a huge year. Rams, team total, over 26 and a half. I wish it would have been 27 just so I could brag even more about being right. But that's my first pick. Rams, team total, over 26 and a half against the trash-ass Bears. I love that pick, Marcus. And I love it because I think the Rams are going to put up points early. The Bears are going to probably go three and out like six times in a row with Andy Dalton. And then the Rams are just going to... I have a feeling this game could out of, get this game could get out of hand early. That's that would be my only worry with maybe they step off the gas and they don't even need to score because I I don't know. So my I thought think on the that Rams are going to take it to the Bears. My thought on that. I think Sean McVay is the perfect coach for this Matt Stafford situation because McVay is going to want to be tied to. Stafford having a big year. So if Stafford has like a, you know, historic year quarterback with, you know, passing yards or touchdowns or whatever it may be, Sean McVay is going to be one of, he wants to be like a little side note to that. I don't see the Rams letting off the gas at all. I see them scoring two touchdowns in the first quarter, having 14 in the first quarter, and then we just cruise. It's, it's, the Bears aren't ready. And a lot of it, like you said, is because the Bears are going to struggle so much offensively. The Rams are going to have the ball so much. But really looking forward to that game, like I am every other game. But that's my first pick. JL, take it away. Nice pick, Marcus. I'm going to switch things up. You know I love overs, but I'm going to go under. I got an under I like this week. That under is the Bills at home. Taking on the Steelers. The line is 48 and a half points. I like the under here. A few reasons why I like this under. For one, Mike Tomlin is a great strategic coach. He seems to have a good game plan going into most games that, you know, if it's a tough game, he usually seems thought out and he's just not going to go out and hope for the best. If you have half a brain as a football coach, especially if you've got a team like the Steelers on your side, I feel like Mike Tomlin's going to want to come out in this game and try to keep that ball away from that Bills offense. I just don't think they have the firepower to get into a shootout, so I would anticipate this game starts real slow. The Steelers have a really good defense. I mean, they were top three, I believe, maybe number two last year. They're still going to look great this year. They have a new running back. I'm sure they're going to try to get some miles on Najee Harris this weekend. I see the Steelers trying to really slow this game down. I think this total gets close. Maybe it scores in the 44 to 47 range. Like, it could be that sweaty, but I really think this is going to be more in the range of, like, 24-17, 24-20, Somewhere in that neighborhood. It's going to be an AFC slugfest. 
ball control type of game. I think that line's just a little too high. Marcus, what are your thoughts? I love your like situational analysis here because this is a heavyweight bout week one. You don't want to show too much because this these these two teams could play each other in the playoffs. I see the first first quarter, most of the second quarter, being a just a heavyweight feeling each other out, kind of throwing a couple jabs, maybe a few shots. But I really think because I think this game opens up in the second half. This is going to come down to a touchdown or a field goal at the end. So, hopefully, we have enough, you know, enough space. If they score a touchdown, we'll still hit the under. But if it's a field goal that wins this game, this under will smash. So, that's another great game. This week one is just so stacked. I just can't wait. The only thing I'll, I worry about with that is if the Bills just get out too fast and then the Steelers have no choice but to try to, you know, outgun the Bills, which I think their defense is good enough to keep that from happening. Yeah. And the Bills, they're not going to want to – why take risk against that defense early on? Like, you kind of want to feel each other out. Like, who's going to make the mistakes? I don't see the That's Bills – That's a great point. I don't see the Bills coming out just launching shit. I just, I just don't. There's nothing wrong with this game either way for either team going in as a one-possession game. You know, if you go into halftime and it's one possession, both teams think they have a chance to win. That's probably the goal for both teams, in my opinion. That's why I think this game, like you said, could be sweaty, but a little too high. 48 and a half seems a little too high. Hell yes. Marcus, I know you got another lock for us. Bring it on, baby. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to put on my underpants, Captain Underpants. I've been talking about this team a lot. Again, football team, the Chargers, under 44 and a half. It's a low total. I get it. But here's what I'm saying. That football team defensive front, that pass defense is going to test Justin Herbert, week one, all day long. I don't see Fitzmagic or Fitztragic having a great day. I see this game super low scoring. I do like the Chargers to probably pull this one out just because I think Herbert maybe squeaks a couple touchdowns in. And the football team is going to have to get this offense developed as the season goes on. This is a tough draw for them week one. My score prediction is probably Chargers 21, football team 17. The score's in the upper 30s. But, man, it's going to be a good game. I mean, I know it's probably not going to be the prettiest game of the weekend, but I'm really looking forward to this game. It was one I circled three weeks back. But... You know, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really close game. I'm surprised you've you, you, you've taken the side that the Chargers can squeak it out. I do think there's more star power on the Chargers, but football team's going to be fucking good. So it's like the grit versus the star power matchup. And I I think you're right about Washington. Like they're going to have to figure things out as they go this year. I don't. I, you don't. You're not going to see them come out taking shots um, with a new quarterback. 
in week one. So I think you'll at least get a slow start. Also, Curtis Samuel, probably the best receiver for the football team. Having a growing issue right now. No word on if he's going to play Sunday, but I would imagine if he's ruled out, you might see this line move. So keep your eye on that. Um, Every weapon lost on that football team offense is going to be a big deal, especially when it's a guy like Curtis Samuel. So keep your eye on that. Oh, side note, side note. I got to make a side note here. So I went quiet for a second there, listeners, because our father, Jeffy Locks, just called me and I had to reject the call and text him really quick and say, hey, I'm doing the podcast. He texts me back and goes, need a lock for tonight. So, I don't know what to think of that, Jay. I don't know. Do we tell him about our... Well, I mean, we can say we bet it, but it'll be too late. It won't count. No, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, no, I'm just saying. What do we tell Dad? Do I tell him? Take. I, t- I already told Dad. I already told him. I want to. I want to bet the under tonight. I feel like everyone's just busting their nut on an over because first game of the year, these teams are going to come out sparring and everyone's going to get pissed. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for the silence there. Um, that was my second pick. JL, you have your third pick. Let's hear it. Let's keep this train rolling. All right, so I'm I'm going back to my regular ways. It's an over. And this is like a this is a spread podcast pick, spread brothers podcast pick through and through. We got the Saints Packers at the now Caesars Dome. Did you know that Marcus, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is now owned by Caesars. That's awesome. Huh. So it's the Caesars Dome, I think. Anyway, it's Aaron Rodgers in a dome. It's Jameis Winston with LASIK. The total is only 50 points. We're taking that over. If you don't take that over, you don't like NFL football. I don't I don't even care to go any more analysis than that. If this game doesn't score over 50, the NFL is going to have a problem with their ratings moving forward. That's the only logic I'm, I'm putting out there. I love it. I mean, you got LASIK Jameis versus man bun Aaron Rodgers. Who's going to come out on top? <laughs> I like LASIK Jameis more than I like man bun Aaron Rodgers. Man bun Aaron Rodgers pisses me off. But we've covered it. Once this over hits, I, I won't care because I'll just start betting the Packers overs all day, every day. All right. I'll go to my last pick. Last pick. Last pick. Turd bowl. Turd bowl alert. I got to reach deep Ugh. into the shitter here. The, I love betting a turd bowl. I actually one. researched this book in a per, in a portajon, in a portajon. Just to really get the ambiance like of it going. 95 degrees and humid, and you had to take a dump in a fucking porta potty. For all you past football players, when you ever had to take a shit at football practice in a portajon, that's like the worst feeling in the world. Gonna shock some people yeah, here. Especially you got those white practice pants on. You're like, I really hope this works out. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with this team's maybe one of their two wins all season. It's gonna come week one. Jacksonville Jaguars minus three at Houston. Sometimes in the NFL you just have to simplify things and look at the quarterbacks. Tyron Taylor. For Houston, got the start, got the nod. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be horrible. Trevor Lawrence, at the end of the preseason, 
looked about as good as you'd hope. And I think the Jags kind of kicked their ass week one. Urban Meyer saves his heart attack for a few weeks. Um, yeah, the big one. Yeah. He doesn't have the big one. He won't have the, the big line one week moves one. To 11. He's not going to blow week 11. He's not going to blow a gasket week one. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> that's really it. I look at the quarterback play. Both teams suck ass. But week one, Trevor Lawrence against Tyron Taylor. I'll take Trevor Lawrence with laying three points all day long. Those are my picks. Well, here I want to I want to add to that, and this is my stay woke angle. I always have like a stay woke angle. This is going to be the week one win for Trevor Lawrence, and then the media is going to just roll out the red carpet and be like, "How high's the ceiling for Trevor Lawrence after week one?" And they're going to just like suck his dick for like a week and a half, and then they're just going to go right back down in the turret hole, and it's going to be silence, radio silence. Then he'll probably get traded and. Blah, blah, blah. It's good. The game's going to suck. That's one of my, I've said it in the past, bet it, but don't watch it. That may be that situation for me. Bet it and forget it. Yeah, bet it and forget it. Don't watch it. Jacksonville Jags minus three. But I'm very confident about it. I I, <laughs> I really do think Houston yeah, is that bad. It's going to cover just because it's Dude, not even worth watching. Houston but. took a day off like uh their training camp i heard this on espn radio to have a team bonding day what the fuck are you doing who does a team bonding day in the nfl they took a day off a training camp to just things had to have been so bad they had to have been practicing so bad that they just needed to take a day off and just go bowling or like mini putt whatever they wanted you to think do. they they made it's like remember the Titans when Coach Boone well, made a room with someone you don't like. I hope they didn't run to the Battle of Gettysburg because then Houston's a lock. Because if anyone gives a speech like Coach Boone at that at that field, I mean they went the Super Bowl. So I hope they didn't do that. I hope they went to like Bolero and they all bowled shitty and there was a couple fights. Guys had too many beers. But yeah, Houston had a team building day. Whenever you have a team that does team building, like two weeks before week one, bet against them. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Definite red flag. <laughs> That's some fucking Scott Fulton shit. <laughs> yeah. No, they it's it's horrible. It's it's so bad. Houston's gonna be they're both they're both terrible. Like let's not let's not forget that. They both suck. But I love the pick, Mark. Jack's I love story. I'm gonna I'm, I bet it. I actually already parlayed all of our picks. So have I. I actually have a moonshot 10-team parlay that I just did out of nowhere for fun. Pays out like seven seven Gs? Yeah, it's like a 10-teamer for 10 bucks to win seven grand. There you go, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. It'll hit. But I will say, definitely parlay all of our picks every week because last year we did twice. Yep, we went six and just twice. Just a twenty dollar bet on those six teams as a parlay when you're around fifteen hundred. So it's all it takes. One week, one dream away, baby. Marcus, I think that's all we got for this week. All we have to do now is sit back and watch the money roll in. Any last thoughts? That's it. My balls are on the table. Same here, buddy. My balls are right next to your balls. 
And what? Scoot your balls over. I don't want them. Too close? Too close. We'll see you next week, everyone. <laughs> Good luck this weekend. We're going undefeated. Yeah.